Alright everybody, welcome LTA show. I got Narayan, my uh, longtime high school friend. What up? You wanna introduce yourself? Yeah, my name's Narayan. Um, I'm at Felix in AP Bio. This <laughs> is Stallings. That was the time. That was. Um, and I'm currently at University of Portland studying mechanical engineering with a theater minor. Dang. And you're taking a gap year right now. Yeah. Because you're doing an internship. Yeah, I'm doing an internship with a company called FutureStream. Um, the founder and CEO was mentoring me for a little bit because um, him and my dad grew up together and he was looking to give back to the community. Wow. So I started out just like meeting with him once every couple weeks and like learning as much as I could from him. And then after the last year, I kind of wanted a break from school yeah. because um, online school kind of left me burnt out. And I just asked if I could do an internship because the company is really dope. They do like live streaming and um, they'll live stream like concerts and things. Ooh, this is Pokey. Yeah, Pokeball. Yeah. So they do like um, live streaming for concerts and that's what they were doing during the pandemic. And they had some pretty big artists actually. They had uh, DaBaby, really? Offset, and Lupe Fiasco do things with them um, over the last year. I think Offset and DaBaby are like technically signed to them, which is really cool. Wow. Yeah, um, and they, they did a um, Lupe Fiasco NFT drop. I don't know if you're familiar with NFTs. NFTs, yep, I've yeah. definitely talked about it. Yeah, so they helped with Lupe's uh, NFT drop. I wasn't involved at that point, but that was kind of like, I was like, oh shoot, they're doing something here, you know? Dude, this is really cool. cool. Yeah, and then, um, so like, I asked like, would you guys have an internship position? Cause I know like they were looking to expand this next year. Cause obviously COVID's ending and concerts online aren't gonna be as viable, you know? So they're expanding more into the NFT world as well as like um, more live streaming for um, for like stuff that isn't concerts, you know, like more like a Twitch type of setup. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're doing some other things, but I don't know if I can talk about all of it. <laughs> That's fair enough. But yeah, they're just looking to expand and it's really cool to see how they're going from like a really small company where there's like eight of us on a call max <laughs> to like actually like getting funding from venture capitalists and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. I'd say that's a fun experience, you know, an opportunity you probably won't get ever again after. You just took advantage of the timing too. Yeah, no, because I, I wanted to go back for, you know, like school going back in person, but like I was kind of torn because I was really tired of school after it was online for like the last year and a half. Yeah. So like when I got the, like when he offered me the internship, I was like, shoot, this is like perfect timing because like they're never going to be at this stage again. Yeah. I kind of always had like an entrepreneurship interest. So yeah, like seeing how this business expands could like potentially like show me something that I wouldn't have known otherwise should I want to open a business later in life and that's perfect because you know if you do like it now you have more insight and you have more connections with people mm -hmm. I'm sure 
you'll definitely take advantage of the people you meet and like the chances you get with them because you know they're connecting with you know like you said big artists so like you'll be able to like meet with them maybe maybe get like tickets or you know yeah oh no I'll definitely get tickets if we do anything online again which will be fun <laughs> And I'm sure, like, with that, you can probably get, like, exclusives, huh? Like, backstage access or something, like, if you keep working with them. Potentially, yeah. You can meet them in person. Like, can I get your autograph, the baby? <laughs> yeah. Offset. <laughs> I can teach them yape. Yape. <laughs> Has the audience, audience been uh, acquainted with the yape? No, they've I... not. They've never heard of it. You might have to give some context. Yeah, yeah. So, Yape is like... I don't even know how to describe Yape. <laughs> so, it's spelled Y-A-P-E. Um, I'm going to give like a super academic type sounding okay. explanation. It's spelled Y-A-P-E. And the origins of Yape was a contraction between Ye and Ape. So, you're telling that someone's an ape, like you're an ape. Which is like, honestly a synonym for calling someone a fool. Yeah. <laughs> Cause my freshman and sophomore year, we used to just call each other fools um, within this friend group I have. And then we made up this word yape, which grew from like an insult to a term, <laughs> a term of endearment to like something you just scream randomly. Like you see someone across the hall and you're like, yeah. <laughs> so basically, Yape has like grown and evolved over the years to become the most versatile word I've ever used. I'm happy to say that I'm one of the bigger spreaders of the word. The you're, the, you're the creator. You're basically... I'm, I'm not the creator, I can't take credit really? for that. Yeah. I feel like I basically am the creator because I was the one who like would, I think I catalyzed it being used so much more than it originally was intended to be used, but wow. Jack Southern made the word yape up. We got his, I put the definition on Urban Dictionary though as a joke, like really? sophomore year, maybe freshman year mm -hmm. of high school. And I think it's still the number one ranked one because seriously, yeah, because I always like go on and downvote the other ones. <laughs> I can get my friends like from their computers to upvote it. Take advantage of it. Yeah. Hey, that's good though. Now you're gonna hear people in the hallway just say that to you. Yeah. That's gonna be like a new terminology rappers are gonna say in their, in their songs. Dude, that would be crazy. I don't think it's going to make it that big, unfortunately. We'll make it that big. We can make it. We'll make it that big. I mean, you could, you got you got your internship. You can yeah. introduce it to them and be like, hey, for your song, you can add in this. Or you can be like part of the producer side <laughs> and like add, you know, a little soundtrack in the beginning when like they have their like... Uh, where it's like the intro thing where it's like offset and then it just goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just have that in the background as like the little hype up. <laughs> Just like midway through a bar, you just hear, yeah. Honestly, you could make that into a song. Honestly, it'd be like a, a meme, but like, I'm, you, you can make it into something big. Yeah. 
Oh my god, I'm struggling to pick up this piece of lettuce. <laughs> it's like too big. <laughs> the struggle's real. The struggle is real, dude. I've, uh, I noticed like, when I saw you post on Instagram, definitely noticed a little difference in you. Like, you definitely took the grind seriously. You took advantage of the time. Like, for example, you've been working out. You've mm -hmm. been making stuff on your own free time. And, like, you've been posting, like, motivational stuff. So definitely, I'm curious about it. You know, what, what kind of inspired you? Was it only just quarantine, or was it, like, people you hung out with? Was it, like, a role model that you saw on YouTube? Or, like, what, what was the, the drive or reasoning? Yeah, just start posting more. It just... Honestly, I wasn't on Instagram until like January, so were you wondering about that as well? Yeah, I was just like, wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I kind of... First of all, I appreciate that you've been looking at it, and you, you take inspiration from what I've been posting, because I feel like a lot of people don't scroll through it, and I like to try to motivate those people who are looking through it. Yeah. Um, second off was, I kind of never was on social media, um, just because I, I felt like it was a waste of time uh, for a long time, um, but then when I started getting mentored by uh, Uncle Hoff, who's the CEO for FutureStream, he was telling me about how you can use social media as a platform to, um, you know, just get seen more. And I got into acting recently. Wow. Um, so like my freshman year of of college, I came back home for fall break, and they were filming 13 Reasons Why. And I ended up being an extra. And it was like really cool. Wow. You know? Like I had a, I had made a profile my sophomore year of high school and just never used it. Mm -hmm. And I got an email from the website, and they're like, yo, we're looking for people. And I was like, well, make a couple bucks while I'm back in town. I don't have anything to do. Why yeah. not? That sounds really cool. So I went for it. And um, it, I was on set no. for two days. No. Made a good amount of money because we were there like all day. So you get like overtime pay and stuff. But wow. honest, Yeah. But honestly, the best part about it was like the people and the environment. Because... It was just somewhere I really like enjoyed being in. Like everyone was super nice, but and fun and creative. But then, like when it was time to shoot, like everyone was focused, and I really liked that, you know. Um, and it was just fun to like. I've always kind of wanted to do acting, but between like in high school doing track and basketball, I never had time for it. So like actually like being in the world was um, kind of fun, like. Cause it was shot at a wine house in Sonoma and it was like a really nice place and like I could just like it was like like when you see it on TV it felt like I was like actually there because they had like blackout curtains on the windows so it actually felt like it was nighttime while we were filming during the day and it was just all these little details that made it feel like I was really in another world and it's really cool <laughs> you know professionalism all around. Mm -hmm. 
So like, when I went back in the spring, I tried to, um, I was gonna audition for one of the plays, but then I sprained my toe. <laughs> Did I tell you about this? <laughs> so, I got an offer. <laughs> I guess this goes back a little further even. Um, I was trying to walk on for basketball and the track coach happened to see me running while I was training and he asked me if I wanted to walk on for track. So spring of 20, uh, spring 2020, I'm doing a walk on track tryout, but I still wanted to see if I could like do something with acting. So I was gonna go to auditions, but then I sprained my toe like the day before and I was like, just not comfortable enough to walk all the way across campus for an audition. <laughs> So I emailed like the director later and she was like super cool. Uh, well there's two plays but one of them responded to me <laughs> and she was super cool. So I ended up being assistant stage manager for this play. So I got a lot of like being able to see you know the theater side of like the whole production for like the first time because I'd never been in a play before. But here I am, like, assistant stage manager, which is kind of like a big role. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm um, just picturing it like, you're like, oh, I'm sorry you sprained your toe, so I can't be in the play, but do you want to be a big part of the play <laughs> making? Yeah. Well, they were just happening, they just happened to be looking for assistant stage manager, and nobody really wanted to do it. Oh, and perfect. I was like, dude, I, yeah, I'll take that. Like, I, I do want to see, like, I want to be in, as involved as possible because I've never been in this world before. And being in one of, like, a bigger position isn't something that intimidates me, you know? So I was like, why not? Just tell me what to do and I'll do it, you know? And then it grew into, like, I became the puppeteer. The, the play was called The Dragon. But... The director, Angela. I love Angela, she's amazing. Um, <laughs> shout out. Shout out, Angela. Um, she gave me the opportunity to puppeteer the dragon puppet that they, were, like, that they had. Wait, and so it's you guys like, like move it around? Yeah, so we had this professional puppeteer from New York come that was a, a friend of Angela's. And um, she made this amazing dragon head, like, life-size dragon head um, puppet and it's like a head and you push down and it like right raises and opens and what? it shot smoke out and stuff and it was really cool so Angela comes up to me and she's like yo I can tell you want to get more involved do you want to be the puppeteer because we don't have one and I was like absolutely <laughs> so I ended up me me and someone else ended up like I think it was three of us actually like someone pushed us out someone hit the smoke and then I was like doing a lot of the motions so like I had to like move the dragon head as it was talking to make it look like it was talking so that was really cool I'd never done anything like that dang I'm hella digressing though but like that's all good but yeah no so I I was a dragon head we only got through opening night though <laughs> because Why? COVID oh okay yeah I COVID shut down our play so this is like March 2020. So we did opening night and it went really smooth actually. Yeah. And then, yeah, we got shut down and everyone got sent home.
and then the stage literally took your your spotlight. <laughs> yeah, COVID took the spotlight. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, ha. Let me let me take this man's opportunity away. Yeah. Well, at least you took advantage of it, honestly, because yeah, like it it seems like you've just been able to like adapt and just really just learn anything you can mm -hmm. while you're there. I also took a um, an acting for non-majors class that uh, spring, mm -hmm. um, as well as a theater crafts class where I learned to sew and make some like. Um, what else did we do? We did some scenic stuff, like making the like, uh, like the backgrounds and stuff. Oh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a really cool class. It was practical. I want to make sure the camera doesn't overheat, but you can keep talking. Yeah, yeah. So I did that, and then over summer I took summer classes. And then I, I tried to be as involved as possible. Like I went to like the theater club like meetings and like the end of the year banquet and stuff just to like hear yeah. and like it was kind of inspiring to hear about like the sense of community that was there you know like I experienced it but I didn't experience it as much as I wanted to because I got involved so late in the year and then come fall of uh, 2020 we did this play called The Public that we wrote from scratch and it was like a six-person ensemble and I was super humbled to be cast in it actually wow. as like not a <clears throat> theater major like I had decided I wanted to minor or was thinking about it in the spring and then by fall when I got cast I was like yeah I'm definitely minoring because <laughs> this is something that's just like way too much fun to not want to take more classes in or get certified for I guess you know um, so yeah, we did this play called The Public about housing inequity in Portland. And it was like, we researched everything. Um, Dr. Cross was our director. And she would send us like these articles and stuff to read about. And then we'd come and brainstorm how we could write this as a play. Wow. And, yeah, we did that every day for a few weeks. And then eventually we were like, all right, we need to write a play because we perform in like three weeks. <laughs> so we came and took all these brainstorms and stuff yeah and like focused in on like we took a vote on which ones we wanted to do and just like wrote it and then we performed it and it was really cool that is awesome yeah and it had a really good like uh reaction i guess <laughs> from people like, who watched it in a good yeah. way yeah had a good reaction and i think we have like a um center for diversity and inclusion and they're actually like including it because we talk a lot about um, the practices of redlining and um, other like unjust racially based practices that were happening in Portland as it got gentrified because um, like over time a lot of the communities of color and african-american communities got gentrified and that's something that the play focuses on um, among other things, honestly, I'm leaving a lot out, but I don't want to talk forever. <laughs> That's fine. It just means, you know, you really enjoyed the process of it. Yeah. And then, like, that kind of just, that first play kind of just sparked that little, like, interest. Yeah. Made it into something even better. So, we performed that, and then 
the Center for Diversity and Inclusion, last I heard, is going to actually be using it as something that they, you know, as part of their information series where they talk about Portland and, like, give out, um, I'm not really sure what the program is, actually, <laughs> but they're using it as part of their program, which I thought was dope. Okay. Um, and then in the spring, I got cast as a dancer, and I got cast as two two other roles. I was the black horse and fifth student for this play called The Public. Or, not The Public. Wait. Wait a minute. No, no, The first play was called Where is Home? I don't know why I called it The Public. The second play was called The Public. I said that because it was fresh in my head. Yeah. But, um, dang, I wish we could redo that. <laughs> cut but, it, cut. Cut, cut. Narine's tired again. Um, Take two. <laughs> No, but the first play was called Where's Home, yeah. because it focused on, like, you know, where is home, and, like, what makes up home, the home scene in Portland, I guess, really, <laughs> okay. of, like, the historical and present-day inequalities. But the second play was called The Public, which is, like, a fever dream <laughs> about a Spanish playwright and his, like, last few minutes before he dies, wow. and it's, like, super trippy. <laughs> So I play a horse and a student, and then I play another horse as a dancer. So I got to, like, do some dancing choreography, which was really cool. Yeah. Wow, you're really doing everything. You're being the prop, you're being the, <laughs> the uh, actor, you're doing all the choreography, <laughs> you're doing the stage setting. Yeah. You might as well just be the director if you're doing all that. <laughs> oh, no, that's too much for me. <laughs> you can just make a quick little play, give a little script. Might want to one day, honestly. But yeah, so I kind of just got really interested in acting, <laughs> as you can tell. Um, I'm sure you're still interested in that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm actually um, working with a writer I met at like a function that took place. Um, I ended up going to one of my friend's friend's birthday party and met this guy who went to school at... Uh, I think he said NYU for, um, was it NYU? Interesting. Isn't either like, it was like a big, like, school for playwriting, you know, and film and theater. But, um, it was either NYU or BYU, I want to say. And, um, and I'm pretty sure it's NYU. But, like, he went to school for, like, screenwriting and playwriting. And so right now, we're, I'm, I'm, like, reading some monologues that he's written for him so he can hear what it's like to be like read by an actor okay. and, get, and it's really get, cool okay yeah was the was the um was the person in high school like same year as me because i i think i do um, know somebody that went to nyu i think he's uh he's from portland actually so you wouldn't know him okay probably i was like wow <laughs> yeah but yeah he's just working on a play and i'm uh really grateful to be able to like help him out and read for him because I've never done that sort of thing before and it's we just kind of started like honestly yesterday <laughs> I read the monologue for the first time yesterday to him and I'm looking forward to what he's making and seeing it a little more wow. but yeah I'm, I'm trying to stay active with acting um, I'm, I'm hoping to start up some workshops pretty soon because I, um, 
I met someone in the industry who's like a TV show producer and she said she could put me in contact with some people who have like acting workshops and she does her own workshops. So when they start up, hoping to be a part of that and learn a little bit. Wow, you really are gonna make your own movie. <laughs> Starring Nora Ryan. You're That's gonna a be dream. Like, That's a goal, bro. You're gonna be like the popular uh, movie actors in every single movie. They'll be like, <laughs> Starring Nora Ryan, main character. You're gonna be first the starting the side character and now he slowly became the protagonist. I hope that I can look back on this podcast interview <laughs> one day and be like, dang, I made it happen. But we'll see. <laughs> and if anything, like, you know, it just be like, wow, you know, maybe my interests have changed, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Just taking advantage of the time you got right now. And this one, and bees trying to interrupt you. Yo, the bees! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we checked. Oh my god, it's still there, bro. Dude, he's trying to get your food out. Okay. Dude, he's, he's really trying to <laughs> take two. Ugh. I'm under attack, bro. I'm under siege. Alright. Let's put, put the lid on the pokey, so <laughs> save it for later. I'm not gonna put it on the edge, though, because it's gonna fall on me. <laughs> this beast still after you. I didn't do anything wrong though. <laughs> yeah, I think he's just trying to trying to get your autograph. I don't think I can sign anything <laughs> that it has. He wants to give you a tattoo, just a little sting. No, no, please no. <laughs> Dude, he's still trying to go for it. It's okay. I can't really do much about that. He smells something good in there. It's the poke, dude. Yo, get out. Leave. Oh, bro, leave me alone. <laughs> we... We might have to take an intermission, bro. <laughs> this beast will after you somewhere. It's right there, bro. Oh, my God. I'm gonna stand up. Can I grab your phone so yeah. I don't drop it? Yeah, you can grab it. <laughs> He's after the plate now. Honestly, I'm just gonna take this as an acting exercise and just ignore the beat. You know, you gotta deal with all sorts of environmental factors when you're when you're outside doing a play. <laughs> Who knows? I might have a play one day where a bee flies up during the play. Is there swatting it? Just trying to I'm gonna have to be like, yo, why is my arm doing this, bro? I'm having muscle spasms. And they're like, wait, that's not in the that's not in the script. What's Ryan doing? <laughs> And then you just see me like dance. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> Get out of my face, bro. I'm okay with you just flying around. Just don't go in my face. <laughs> this will be a funny blooper. This is gonna be more than a blooper at this point. Bro, leave. Leave. <laughs> leave. <laughs> Not me trying to slap it away with my lanyard. <laughs> Alright, I'm just gonna. Now you can't find it. You can't find it. What the fuck are you gonna do? <laughs> Dude, this bee's still going after you, though. No! Oh, no, my chopsticks! <laughs> I didn't do that through! You're just gonna be like, hey, can I get another set of chopsticks, please? I'll pick that up later. Don't worry, audience. I got you. I'll Felix got it now. Never mind. I got you. A little quick intermission. While this bee's trying to interrupt our set. I should've just ate faster.
I was like eating hello leisurely because I was like, I don't want to be munching during the interview, you know? I don't blame you. I, mean. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how much this mic is going to pick up of me chewing. ASMR. <laughs> do I dare use the chopsticks still? I do. Do you want it? I mean, this beast still around. Oh, it's back, bro. <laughs> I thought we lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'm gonna show you. He's right there. The bees following him. Following me, dog? Is it actually? Nah, wait. I think he's gone. No, he's by me. Fly's still by me. Dude, there's a picnic table over there this whole time. <laughs> oh, no, that was used earlier, though. Oh, okay. That's B, man. Excuse me. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Alright, let's just continue. Okay. <laughs> Yo, get out! Bro! <laughs> Give me the phone! Dude, Narayan can't even sit in peace anymore. Yo, it's following me now! <laughs> <laughs> This is Narayan eating his food over there because the bee is still by the bench. This is their intermission break. I'm getting too close. You getting too close to the bee? Yeah, he's he's somewhere around here. He's waiting. Such a slow eater, bro. I don't worry about it. <laughs> is it gone? No. Nope. Right, we'll Where just, is it? We'll just close it. He's like behind me, but we'll close it out and we'll move to a different location. No, it's gone. Give him, give him the outro, and we'll move to that bench over there. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> The struggle. The struggle right. is real. Alright, wait. I think we're good. I think the bee's gone. You sure? No. <laughs> Alright, we can just close it out. <laughs> give, give the outro. No, no, it's good. The, bee, the bee's gone. Unless you want to move over there. Are you we, scared of the bee? No, we're good. Nah, let's just chill here. Okay. I won't let this bee... Oh my god, is it on me? <laughs> I was gonna say I won't let this bee ruin my day. Okay. Well, thankfully, no Narayans or bees were harmed in this production. Yet. Yet. Yeah, yeah we're, we're keeping but a close eye. I, I, we took a break so I could just finish my pokey and throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> throw away the bowl so the bee would leave us alone. That bee was still after you, even after yeah. the... You even stepped on the grass. That was ridiculous. It followed me, like, all through the park. And then I threw away my food, and I'm pretty sure it saw me throw away the food because it's following me the whole way there. 
And then we walk back here and I sit down and it comes back. Like, dude, leave me alone. I don't want He's your biggest any fan. smoke. Your biggest fan, man. Yeah. We gotta name that bee. Bert? <laughs> Bert the bee? Yeah, Bert the bee. Alright, Bert the bee. First showing on TV as m my biggest fan, I guess. Alright. <laughs> but yeah, what were we talking about, like... 10 minutes ago before the B interrupted? I have no idea. I think it was like something about acting. Oh yeah, I was just filling you in. So, like basically I did the 13 Reasons Why thing and it made me think like, oh, I guess I could do this. And then I did, um, you know, like, it, I don't, the 13 Reasons Why thing was really fun and got me interested in it. And then I, oh my God, the bee's back. Um, <laughs> and then, I was assistant stage manager for that play and puppeteer, and then, oh my god, get out of my face. <laughs> and then I was involved in uh, the fall and spring productions last year, so. Yeah. I'm just trying to stay busy with acting and see where it will go. <laughs> Why is... Alright, I guess we should walk over there. Yeah, close it out. Give the closing so it can move. But yeah, I'm just trying to see where acting will take me, and um... <laughs> I can't focus with this B, bro. I'm just trying to see where acting will take me and stay active with it. Um, and just see what happens, you know? But yeah. <laughs> Dang, that B is crazy. And now, of course, now that I'm done, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, you want to close it out? Any last thoughts? Any Anything you want to say before we end it? Um, thanks for having me on, Felix. It was a really pleasure. appreciate it. I think it made it even better with the B. Yeah, the B. This the is B probably going to be your most entertaining podcast. Not just because I was on it, but yeah. the B as well. It made it even better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so is this the end then? Yeah. All right, well, I'd like to finish out with a good... <laughs> in the middle of the party. Yep. <laughs> Close it there.